Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. What's up? Greetings, Earth. Same genius time. Extreme demographic high identifier. I don't believe you, Murph. I think an ignorant voter and a non voter are one and the same. Same genius channel. Under his watch. Know something. What have done about police reform in this country? Nothing. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Unsolicited Genius. I am your curator, Carlton Ennis. I am joined today by the two days ago birthday boy, Craig Lindo. On today's show, we will talk about the Republican primary preliminaries, Tiger getting growled at again, and anything everywhere all at once. We hope to give you something to ponder. Brother Lindo, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. What is up, my dude? Thank you, King. Um, it's awesome, man. I just finished celebrating the 20, the 20th anniversary of my 25th lap around the sun. And it's been awesome. Um, nothing too big and fussy. Matter of fact, you could probably even call it grandpa or old man energy because i came out of my birthday weekend rested and refreshed i was not thotting in the streets i was not behaving badly i got rest i did yoga i ate well and i didn't drink to the point that i dehydrated myself and i well word on the street is they call that wisdom and with 20th anniversary of turning 25 of your 25th year um that tends to come if we allow for it so so shout out to you and in all your wisdom i am i celebrate you i'm glad you have you know for those who can do the math i'm glad you've had as many cycles as you've had and i you and i have been able to be homies through a significant number of them. yeah so it's all a blessing. Since MC Hammer was out on cassette. I mean, you know, we could tell the story. We we slumber party brothers, you know, and I was the kid that fell asleep early. That's still the case today. You know, you laugh because you was there. You let it happen. Booty crack in my face, toothpaste on my nose and hot sauce down my throat. You know, I was I, that I, I wasn't going to bring up all that. I was just going to say that, that this no is shame. the era of MC Hammer pants and other things. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring up that other stuff. I was going to say there was the typewriter involved and, you know, cassette tapes. Yeah. I, I wasn't even going to go there, but. And a, a lot right. of basketball. A lot of basketball. <laughs> a lot of basketball. True. All right. So besides. Rim or otherwise. All of the above, right? Just had to hoop. However, the hoop and hoop, it had to go down. Dog, we did we did the Nerf goals that you bought from Walgreens. We did the wire rims that you make out of freaking hangers, like all of that. Like it is, this is whatever. Mm -hmm. Boys from the hood is what they call it. So, what else is on your mind besides your birthday? Yo. Honestly, I have learned to become a watcher, my boy. Like, you could go ahead and start that Rakim song right now, The Watcher. Uh, but I am I am still 
here's what I real, realized by age 45. There's things that's going to change about you as you get older. But as far as I'm concerned, there's certain things that stayed the same. I'm still a people watcher. Whether I'm watching you at lunch at Norland Middle or watching you on the set when we in college at University of Florida. And I used to love set sitting to the point oh, that I've gone to other people's set. You know what I'm saying? And sat around. I remember the first time I went to the set in Tallahassee. Uh, this young lady told me like, yo, you were blending in. You were good until the backpack. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we don't wear backpacks in our set. <laughs> you outside of you. Yeah, like she's just like, yo, that's that's what's giving you a ray right now. You got to lose the jam sport. I was like, okay. What works at UF don't necessarily work at FAMU. Fair exactly. Enough. Fair enough. All right, well, I got something heavy on my mind today. Heavy, not bad, but heavy because it's it's a lot. Um, are you familiar with fibroids? Quick question. Yes, uh, to some extent, yes. Uh, there are people that have been close to me that have um, had to battle with fibroids. So fibroids are a problem. Fibroids are a problem. Yeah, brother, um, go for it. For those that, that aren't aware, uh, fibroids are growths made of smooth muscle tissue cells and fibrous connective tissue. These growths develop in the uterus and appear alone or in groups. They range in size from as small as a grain of rice to as big as a melon. Um, and longer story short, and fibroids are very destructive to the female reproductive experience um, because it can be this uncomfortable they can be extremely painful um they have they will can result in a pregnant woman miscarrying and more often than is desired many women who where removal either isn't an option where removal has occurred enough times uh, many women opt to have hysterectomies. And so ultimately they are unable to reproduce. And from my awareness, this can range from a woman in her twenties, thirties, forties, all the way up. So you can only imagine to be a woman that is having, um, is dealing with five boys who wants to bear children. It can be a very, very um, significant healthcare travesty that's the only word i got um, it does affect all women um but it disproportionately impacts black women um and and one of those is it falls into that category of you know if it were happening to men something more would probably be done about it uh if if men had growths that weren't cancerous growths that could just kind of showed up that nobody knows really how to explain on their testicles, uh, we would have, we would find a solution. Um, as you have articulated, I too have many women um, in my life that have been impacted by uh, fibroids. Um, those that have, have had had hysterectomies, those who have, um, had miscarriages, 
or you know all sorts of things um and so i bring it up because uh someone i love is in the recovery process on the other side of it um but others i love have dealt with it um and you know it's real so i say it for awareness uh yeah awareness and you know maybe somebody out there watching listening will be the person to help find a solution all right so i'll leave it at that so headliners all right so next year we'll be voting for our president again right is my math correct yeah 2024 okay so and as it stands the parties are posturing for who their candidates or how this is going to go down. Um, because I don't know if you heard, if you know some, please share, but I haven't heard definitively that Biden is, a, is not running yet. Has he, has he plainly stated that he's running? Um, I have not heard that. However, I kind of assumed yeah. that every sitting president is going to hit the default run this back button until they're like, especially being with all the work that he has put into the Democratic Party over all these years. I don't see them just removing him as the Democratic candidate choice. I think I expect that he is the default Democratic choice slash candidate. Yeah, you know, I try not to make an ass out of me an umption, but I am working under the assumption that it will be him as well. Uh, As you were talking, I, you know, the thought came to me, maybe he hasn't formally officially declared because he got, he got a, he got health stuff. You know, he he just had the, the cancerous lesion removed. You know, any given any given day of the week, he doesn't necessarily look like all of his faculties are operating on all of their cylinders. So, you know, maybe there is an assessment occurring, but it is concerning. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Based on what you just said, like it doesn't look like he's there all day. If your option is a the Biden that is being handled by a team, mm-hmm. even though it's not always authentically Biden due to those issues you, you just mentioned, it's yeah. a, it's a collaboration. Yeah. Would you rather the Biden team collaboration or the Donald Trump? It's me, but I'm freestyling this whole shit. Great question. Those seem to be the options. Great question. Um, you know, I, I prefer I prefer the collabo team. You know, I, I I just heard about um some drilling that's gonna happen in Alaska, some oil drilling that he uh authored or he approved. I don't like that. Um, the whole railroad thing and and you know, the accident still occurring. We talked about that. I don't like that. But you know, I think in terms of the collaboration trying to do what they can for a country it does feel like that is his presidency he his name is on it he gets the credit he stands at the podium and talks about it but collaboratively i would definitely the collaboratively 
I won't, I, you know, I'm hard, I'm I'm hesitant to say we're moving in the right direction, but I feel like things are being done that are in favor of the greater good. What what what's your answer to the question? I want to be clear, which question? Uh, do you prefer Trump freestyle or oh. Biden collabo? I feel like I we prefer are the Biden hip hop studio. Okay. I prefer the Biden collabo. There are more minds involved. Um, increased probability of sane minds involved when there's a collaboration across such a broad spectrum. The Trump experience never felt like there was any kind of collaboration. And it felt like um, um, there was a limit on rationality and sanity. Yeah. So yes, I'm For definitely sure. in on For sure. um, Biden collaborations, even if he is aging over the Trump uh, authoritarian freestyles, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, as I get older, I realize a lot of the things that we have to go in the booth and vote for are intentionally written in a confusing way. So the only thing I ask is, you know, the only, a non-voter and a dumb voter are the same thing to me. A non-voter and an undereducated voter are the same thing. You cause the same amount of damage. So um, if you hear something's on the ballot, give yourself five to 10 minutes to lightly research that amendment or topic. That's all I really ask. That's good. And so the reason I bring it up um, is because the Republicans have some preliminary primary numbers. Uh, of course, we know Donald Trump is running again for president. Um, Ron DeSantis is running again, or not running again. Ron DeSantis will be running for president. Uh, Mike Pence will be running for president. And so they have some numbers. They, they show... Um, amongst potential GOP primary voters who said they would vote in the 2024 Republican primary or caucus that is held in their state. Trump has a has 53, they have Trump at 53%, Ron DeSantis at 28%, Mike Pence 7%, Nikki Haley 4%, Liz Cheney 2 and on going further down the list, that 1%, Greg Abbott, Christy Noem, Mike Pompeo, Glenn Youngkin, Tim Scott, and someone else. And Vivek Ramaswamy registered at 0%. So all that to say, if it happened right now, we would have Trump's freestyle versus Biden and his collab. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like by the time the fecal matter is splattered against the fan, mm -hmm. it'll be between Pence and DeSantis. Ooh, this is a prediction. This marks madness. Is that your prediction? Exactly. Is that yeah. your prediction? Ooh. By the time we hit 2024, I feel like there's so many people, they're just trying to figure out I think a lot, and I didn't think I'd ever hear this, even, even 
through some of the um, Donald Trump sycophants that I've spoken to. Of course, the ego and the pride prevent them from outwardly stating their buyer's remorse on Trump. Mm -hmm. But beneath their primary text and speech, I am hearing a certain amount of regret or buyer's remorse in regards to Trump. And I'm hearing confusion as to where to go, whether it is Pence, DeSantis, or just somewhere else. So I am starting to hear that from some of the Trump single fans that I've been in contact with over the last seven, eight years. You know, for me, I'm, I'm surprised the gap between Trump and DeSantis, or let me say it different. The gap between them surprised me initially, but as I give it thought, you know, DeSantis, yes, he has Florida, maybe maybe neighboring states, and I don't have that level of detail, but, you know, Florida don't run the country. And so as much as DeSantis is doing his thing, you know, the war against woke, as he has it going, you know, maybe, you know, the Trump supporters, the traditional Trump supporters don't you know, align one way or the other with what DeSantis is doing and trying to prove, you know, black history studies, you know, that ain't they, they concern um, in some instances that that's what I'm reading into this. Um, but the conundrum for me is, you know, before saying this two weeks ago, maybe even two days ago, I would have said that however it plays out, I don't want, as long as Trump isn't president, as long as Trump can't run again, I'm good. But then I say, do I want DeSantis and Pence and or Pence to be our president versus Trump? I don't think so. Oh, so you're saying I, I, if I don't you have to so. pick between the three, you'd pick Trump? Gun to your head. You got to pick between the three. Pence, DeSantis, Trump. Who are you picking? Trump. Now shoot me. Pow, pow. Wow, I, that's you know, wild. The dude. devil you know is, is, is better than the one that you don't. And I think to your earlier point, Trump is chaos. Trump is dysfunction. Trump is disorganization. And, but we know that. We've seen it. We've survived it. We didn't go to war. Um, and as much as he brought out significant ugliness, maybe some of those people go to jail for for the ridiculousness that they've done. Um, but I almost feel like we could survive another four years and just never have to deal with him again. But the thought of DeSantis being in charge and seeing what he's doing done and what he's doing in Florida strikes me as just being more dangerous. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not seeing the bigger picture, maybe there's something I'm missing, but in my gut, my reaction is DeSantis is a dangerous man because he's relentless in his pursuits and the rhyme or reason behind him ain't there, but he doing it anyway. You know what it reminds me of? Mm. We've had conversations about these kind of guys. Um, um, the suburban thug, 
the census reminds me of the suburban thug or the black kid that moved from the hood to the suburbs and is trying hard as hell to maintain street cred with his cousins from the hood. <laughs> Tell us more. That's who he is to me. Like that's the that's the dude that'll brandish a gun when there's no reason to brandish it, bust the yeah. gun when there's no reason to bust it, yeah. and behave in ways with weaponry and otherwise just to prove a point or justify an image. Yeah. That's who Ron nah. DeSantis is. Nah, He's the cousin that moved across the border. And because we made fun of him for moving across the border, he goes OD on everything he does to maintain street cred with us, the cousins from the other side of the border. You know what I'm saying? That's he's doing way like. too much in his new public school or private school, but no matter where, he's doing way too much because yeah. it's not like where he left. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's yeah. what it is. That CR, the CRT battle in Florida did not exist until Ron DeSantis created it. The war on woke, there were no parents by majority outwardly blatantly on record complaining about anything about um, teaching uh, about what was being taught in history class. There was nothing until he created that battle. He, there are numerous things that he's doing that is straight out of the 48 laws of power. He's just creating distraction here creating a battle on content so we don't have to um, fight a battle on how to pay these teachers. Um, create a battle to get teachers out of there. To, like, it, it's a lot of things. He's, it's red herring. It's misdirection. It's a bunch of that. It's a bunch of Niccolo Machiavelli, Robert Greene, 48 Laws kind of shit going on with him and his campaign. Almost none of his fighting points are authentic in the state that he represents. Almost all of his fighting points were designed for him to win voters from other states that are Republican. Because well, none of that junk you know has ever been relevant you know in what? Florida before he made you know it a what? fight. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, you hit it. You you rung you hit it on the head. You rung the bell. That's that's exactly what it is. He 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 won. He became governor of the state of Florida. Somewhere in there, whether he knew it at the onset or decided once he was in, he wants more. He saw what Trump did to 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 gain half of the country, and so in order to get the presidency he needs to he needs them votes and the things that he's doing is to gain attention to gain republican notoriety at even one point it seemed like there was a a thumb a thumb war thumb wrestling between him and uh greg abbott out here <laughs> in texas who abbott don't have the gumption for none of this stuff which is why he only has one percent but I think you I think you called it. So, you know, clap, clap. That's it. That's it. Now we got to deal with it. You know, it is what it is. You know, we've identified it. So now, you know, what's the resolutions? What's the solutions? But that is the driver of uh, DeSantis's ship. 
So let me toss this one at you because connected to this this survey, I guess that I just um, read from the thought being, you know, with Trump being 53%, that DeSantis just needs to line up and be Trump's vice president. So what is your reaction to President Trump, to, to a Trump DeSantis ticket? Um, I am not sure if that's going to hit the way a lot of people think it's going to hit or it's going to be received in the way that a lot of people think it's going to be received. Hmm. Um, or maybe it might change depending on who's, who's present, who's vice on the ticket, which for some people that's not debatable and for some people that is. But I feel like a lot of people are running or selecting choosing DeSantis because he's Trump light. They really don't want, you know, due to the, a certain level of buyer's remorse on the Trump campaign, I do think some of DeSantis's followers are those people that had buyer's remorse on the Trump campaign. And so now they're now voting for DeSantis. If they were to merge, I would argue that there might be, I'm not sure how large it is, but there I do, I would argue that, that there would be a percentage that would want to say screw both of them and find somewhere else to put their vote. Yeah. I don't you think know, everybody that has buyer's remorse will be like, screw it. But I do think it'll be a noticeable amount. I think the cannibalism within the Republican Party will eventually lead to their defeat in 2024. They're going to cannibalize each other and chew each other up and fuck each other up and make it easier for the other side to win. And I say that now in March of 2023. We have a year and months for that to change. We got a yeah. long way to go. We got a long way to go. You know, I think if it were to play out, if if we were to have Trump as president, DeSantis as vice president, I think we would also see DeSantis's flaws. I think Mike Pence as vice president, the energy that he brought during his presidential campaign, you know, he he positioned, he postured in such a way, but then we saw, you know, what he really wasn't. Um, I think with DeSantis, that would also eventually reveal itself, not to say that, you know, he won't have an opportunity to, you know, another get another opportunity to run uh, for position under the sun. But I think we would also see expose his flaws because a Trump presidency is going to be chaos and confusion. And for all the leadership and for all of the 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 brilliance that these individuals tout. We're going to see it front and center that it ain't really there. Uh, but to your point, we're more than a year away from having to place that vote. Um, so a lot to play out, a lot, a lot to play out between now and then. And as far as the age thing, here's the thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Ron's younger than me. And I do believe we need a whole reset button. I don't want to see anybody over the age of 45 in office, honestly. It doesn't mean I'm a vote for DeSantis, 
But if somebody else under 50 gave me a gave me an option that reflected a logical, reasonable human being, it'll be competing with DeSantis instantly. I feel like part of the problem in politics over the last X amount of years, 20 years to be exact, 23 years to be more exact is too much of the same old, same old people. Too much of old people over and over again or the same old people over and over again. It's, it, we need a political purge. Yeah. You know, I look at that list. I don't know all the names. Some of them sound familiar. I don't necessarily know their philosophies, so to speak. But on that list, maybe Liz Cheney won't be her. Not this go round for sure. While Trump is still in the mix. But, you know, at least got some sense. I can point to her. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's. I think there's a few. Um, I do sincerely believe that within the next year, we're going to get a little bit more clarification. And I do mm -hmm. think um, there are going to be other entities trying to enter the race. Uh, I just can't foresee where they're coming from yet. Um, with the battle going on in Florida between DeSantis and the um, and Disney and quite frankly their huge voting block because of their special situation that they had going on for years. Um, if they really wanted to, I, I think they could set something up, but I'm not sure how the logistics work. There's been a lot of redlining and and um, there's been a lot of redlining in Florida in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we one thing's for sure. God willing, the creek don't rise. As long as we're here, we're going to see. And on that, we'll take a break and be right back. This is Unsolicited Genius. Tiger Woods' relationship is in the news again. Um, you know, granted, it's not as sensation, salacious. Is that the word? It's not as salacious. I as love that word. I like it too. That and uh, pickle. Pickle is one of my words. I, I just, I like, I like hot pickle. I like saying it, but uh, it's in the news again. It's not as salacious as last time, although part of that might be what the debate is about, right? I, no way to validate. Fill me in, dog. Fill me in. Ex-girlfriend is seeking to nullify non-disclosure agreements. No, all sorts of stuff. 
all sorts of stuff from hotel, locked out a hotel room. She lived here. He lived there. You know, uh, verbal abuse, emotional abuse. You know, I all sorts of stuff. Have no idea. That ain't the point of bringing it up. I'm a Tiger Woods fan. If he's on the course, I'm watching. Would love to see him live. So all the listeners who have access to resources, if you can make that happen for your boy, do it. Um, but, you know, I bring it up because, one, it's out there. You know, Tiger, great. You know, we're all great for whoever we are. No one is perfect, and no one is perfect at any everything. And so wherever we are over here, there's an opportunity for growth and development someplace else. And seems that relationships are definitely one of those things for Tiger Woods. I watched the unapproved biography they did about him. You know, he, he has some stuff. And if he got stuff that he ain't dealt with, like any of us that don't deal with, is going to resurface. That being said, the comment section related to this ordeal with Tiger Woods said that if he would just be with black women, date black women, relate with black women, he would not have any of these problems. And as I read the comments and reactions that stated that, I said, hmm, let's talk about that on the show. So, you know, the salacious part, I gave you brief synopsis of what's going on now. Tiger Woods his father's black, his mother's Asian. When he was younger, he touted the black for sure, for sure. He got a little older. He said he was complacent. That being said, Tiger Woods is black. Whether he want to be or don't know to be, however it go, he's black. Do One you drop. think... Do, <laughs> that's all it takes. That's all it takes. That the man said, you got one ounce of them in you. You are not welcome here. So that being said, whether Tiger Woods... Uh, Michael B. Jordan was receiving some hate around his dating of of uh, of white women, uh, whether it's white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever it is. Do you believe if Tiger Woods dated black, he would not be experiencing the things that he's experiencing with regards to his relationships? No, that's simple minded and wishful thinking. Because like, like we, we, we like to think in terms of these blanket statements, but they're all trash. They're all basura. Um, you could find horrible human beings in every single ethnicity. So you're so just because you date somebody of a certain ethnicity. And let's be clear. I never said race. Race is a social construct. Race is not scientific. If you think race is scientific, you're a racist. But let's move on. Um, if you date somebody from another ethnicity, right, there's morons and degenerates in every ethnicity. There's awesome human beings and stand-up people in every ethnicity. So, no... His struggles don't purely descend from the idea of dating outside of his socially constructed race. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, no, I, no. There's horrible no. human beings everywhere. You know, first and foremost, I advocate for loving who you love. And if if that 
if that has a tendency to look a certain way, whether it's height, skin color, hair length, shoe size, whatever that Word. is, right? Hey, love yo, tall what you girls, love. DM me. Let's have tall kids. Okay, go ahead. Hey, hey, now you. <laughs> Little length. I'm not sorry. Wes and Black, little yeah. length with the little length with the librarian look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this just that's just me. I'm not. I don't slant one ways, you know. But you know, it dare to be a weakness. It would dare to be a weakness, and you know, if Mo was here, he'd clown because I, you know, I I'm it. only yay tall. I'm only yay tall, but. You know, it's there's we all have a thing, right? We all you like what you like, love what you love. So um first I and am foremost, not of a tall woman. Come on, stand next to me, boo. You could even wear them seven-inch heels. Touche. But you know, love who you love, right? And 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 please, world, whether you 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 black from the black community, other community, whatever it is allow people to love who they love right but to your point our relationship dynamics outcomes the ability for us to flourish the ability for us to thrive is relevant to us as individuals so if we were to if we were to say that tiger woods struggles with relationships he's going to struggle regardless of what the woman looks like whatever her ethnicity is it's gonna be a struggle um and so rather than somebody figure out you know let me get somebody that looked like this let me get somebody who have this much money let me get somebody who has these particular demographics you do better getting with yourself facing that person in the mirror and getting yourself, getting your energy, getting your self-love, your self-awareness to a better place so that you can be the best for anybody. Because you don't know what, you don't, you know, you don't control love. It finds you. You have to allow it in. And once you allow it in, it's going to demand a whole bunch of things of your character. And so that is what will determine your successes or your failures when it comes to love. Now, when we bring in the psychosocial dynamics, yeah, there's all sorts of things to consider when you partner with somebody, because what you're bringing in is you bring all their ancestors, all your ancestors into the mix. And so if their complexities you know, if there are complexities on their side, they're going to bring those complexities into the relationship. If you are a black man and you're and you date a white woman who is of a racist lineage, that racism is going to present itself in your relationship. It may not be her, but her family, her friends, her soaker are going to look at you funny when you come to dinner. Are the two of you in a place where you can handle that? If you're a if, if if you're a black woman and you bring an Asian man home to dinner, mom and dad are going to be inappropriate if that's who they are. And so are the two of you in a place where you can handle that? 
if you're a Muslim man and you fall in love with a Jewish woman, there's going to be complexities that you, your cultures are going to attempt to infuse into your relationship. It don't mean that y'all can't be together. It don't mean that you shouldn't try to be together. It don't mean that you can't figure it out. But it's understanding that that stuff is going to exist. And are you both in a place with yourselves? Do you love yourself enough? Do you have enough love for the other person that you can come together and conquer? That's what I say. You know, no, no, you're right. There's a lot of extra um, obstacles beyond what's on paper. I agree. Yes, yes. Now, and the individuals may come with some shenanigans, you know, that and then and, and that may be things those may ultimately turn out to be deal breakers. Um, it doesn't mean that the next interracial relationship that you try can't work, but it's just understanding that there's going to be more in it than you two. And are you in a place? Are you of the mindset where you can handle it? That's my version of it. You know, Dr. Umar, he's he got a whole different take on it. He got a whole different take on it. Um, he usually does. And, and so, but I say love who you love and Tiger Woods' problems are Tiger Woods' problems. It's not who he's choosing. It's that he got to, he has to work on self when it comes to love. That's my thought. Anything else to add on the, Loving who you love. Um, can I ask you a couple questions on what made the news with him? Go ahead. Um, was it trending? Cause I I got I got bits and pieces by way of Twitter. I didn't get the whole story. So is it mm -hmm. more towards infidelity or regret? Like, what was the theme of the news with him and his situation in it in recent well, last couple of days? Fair, valid, all valid questions. You know, and some of it I don't know. Because to keep up with Tiger Woods, I don't know that I knew that they had broken up. Um, I, I remember seeing her with him. You know, time flies so fast. But I, I remember them being together, them and the kids, all that stuff. So I didn't necessarily know that they had broken up. So okay. the, the first headline that I read over the weekend said Tiger Woods' girlfriend is filing suit. But then I was like, girl, how you going to sue him and y'all still together? And so eventually the article started to update that it was the ex-girlfriend filing suit. And then what was she filing suit for? It was the non-disclosure. And clearly for a non-disclosure, they would suggest that there's things that she's privy to, witness to, that they don't want disclosed. And so, you know, the weekend kind of pursued, and my weekend ensued. And so it's been more to come out. He's saying, you know, his side, I read somewhere said there was never a non-disclosure. Another side saying she's just a jilted lover. So I haven't gone further into the rabbit hole because now it's, you know, it's all, you know, the next layer is the rumor mill. So I think, you know, time will allow it to unfold and reveal itself. But assuming that the reason for breaking up would probably also be covered in the non-disclosure. And so to that, to your question, that's what I know. Okay. They dated for six I, years. They broke up last thought, year. 
do you have a thought or an opinion or particular feelings towards NDAs, aka non-disclosure agreements? And um, yeah, I'll save my second question to last you answer that. Well, you know, if it walk like a duck, sound like a duck, it's probably a duck. So if you're of if you're somebody that requires an NDA for your relationship, there's you know what what right? I don't even have a word. It's just right. So <laughs> now I don't know what it's like to be Tiger Woods. I don't know what it's like to be Michael Jordan. I only know what it's like to be Carlton Ennis. Um, and, and, you know, yes, unsolicited genius will be, you know, a global sensational phenomenon, but I won't have, well, it is, the stats say it is, it is a global sensational phenomenon. So, so I don't how do you have, deal, how, how do you deal with podcast fans? I don't, I just talk to them and if they got something worth talking about, I'm inviting them to the show, but right. I don't have anything to not disclose you ain't gonna you're gonna make yet. anybody sign an NDA. Nah, you know, now if they want to see what me and you know what 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 me and the super producer Joe Nitty do, yeah, you can't even come to the room. You know, that you can't you can't <laughs> see that stuff, you know. So NDA or not NDA, you 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 just can't come, you can't see it. But you know, I so I could imagine. There is of a certain status, a certain financial uh, 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 income bracket, you know, the one percent of the one percent of the one percenters. There may be some things if I just meet you, you know, on the side of the road, I may say, hey, if you you can't talk about what you see over here, you know, there's talk about where she used to work. I think she was she worked in one of his restaurants, you know, again, rumor mill, but she worked for him or worked under his umbrella. So, you know, yeah. you know, we talk about the Royals, Meghan Markle, you know, Chris Rock got talked about that last week. So, you know, you get exposed to some stuff. And so if we don't work out, you can't just take what you've been exposed to and just start talking to your girls at brunch about it. So I get that, too. So. You know, the NDA, I give it its space to exist. And, you know, if you have a certain ilk, wear a certain brand of silk, you got to do it. But just on the surface, especially what we know, what we do know about Tiger, you know, the, the Waffle House Bandit, you know, there's, you got to, it, it does, you know, raise some antennas. Heard. You um, said you had one more. Oh no! With um, I I was wondering, like, okay, if um, the way it was covered impacted or way it's been covered, because we kind of grew up with Tiger in a certain light. So yep. I asked a question. I did just to kind of gauge how the coverage of him in our adulthood, you know, did that really impact how you view him, like, because. Again, he got popping when we were teenagers, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a great question. You know, because I, I actually, I'm still struggling with Will Smith. I haven't watched Emancipation yet. When I, mm. when I see the when the when the preview comes up on Apple TV or comes up on my TV screen, I just want to flick him in the forehead. So I, I still, so it does, right or wrong, does impact perception. Uh, with Tiger, 
it was one of those things with the first incident with his wife and you know all those things it was surprising uh but i didn't i don't think i had less love for him now is that sexist you know i don't know it just i am you know call me out speak to it whoever you are but my reaction you bring up something for me that's familiar now i felt i felt empathy because i saw he had a problem right like you you got a problem dude like this is wild and as the list just kept getting long kept getting long kept getting longer i was like yo that's that's wild now what i to your question what i found interesting is how golf forgave him like and and, and celebrated his return and 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 welcomed him back he won a couple tournaments and and, and majors post drama um, but he also had injuries and, you know, other things started to occur in this same time period. Um, but I, I think where I landed with it all is if you a sex fiend, be that. Just don't invite somebody under the auspices of, of, of I'm going to be with you and only you when that's where how your engine runs you know if you if you want multiples you want porn stars you want to catch them and get them how you how you have it you can that's your business i you know that ain't you know i've had enough turns around the sun where that ain't you know my life you know that's where the wisdom kick in but i think if that's what you do do you right and so i think that's really where i landed with tiger versus you know, reacting to the fact that he was, was this. So now fast forward to the current situation. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I have no, this doesn't, this is a blip on my radar. You know, it's all, we've been here, done that tiger. I, I'll be curious to see what the game does because he, he doesn't play as much. There was a big tournament um, this weekend that was was fairly entertaining. He didn't participate. So I don't know if the next time we see him is going to be in Augusta or not. So, you know, let's see how this unfolds and where it lands and what comes out and, you know, all those things between now and then. But I'm still more impacted by, you know, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than I am by all of what Tiger Woods has done. Um, I don't know if I said this before. Um, uh, and maybe I did, but maybe I wasn't clear. That whole slap thing, it barely bothered me. On a scale to zero to a hundred, mm-hmm. it might be a 1.5. Okay. And maybe you can have inside on this, maybe you cannot. But I'll be honest, even before that, I was never a Chris Rock fan. As we were graduating mm. college and he started doing flicks and getting popular or whatever, whatever, and people started, like, I never gravitated toward it. I have mm-hmm. never spent money on a Chris Rock movie. He well, just doesn't scratch my itch. He doesn't appeal yeah, to me in angry. any way, shape, or form. The only time it came even kind of close was when Kerry Washington was playing one of the roles opposite him. And I think the Mm -hmm. name of her character was Mm -hmm. Nikki True. And only because it was Kerry Washington was I remotely interested. 
and I talked somebody else into buying those movie tickets. I have never been enough of a fan to spend money on Chris Rock movie tickets. I sincerely, respectfully, and disrespectfully don't think he's funny. Okay, so your voice is high pitched. That doesn't make it more funny to me. And mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. on that list of comedians that all they do is raise their voice, talk slang. They, they go to a higher pitch and talk some kind of slang and play to a black stereotype or trope and then wait for me to laugh. I don't laugh at Chris Rock. I don't laugh at Kevin Hart. Okay. There's a lot of cats okay. from that same okay. era. I don't, okay. it might as okay. well have just been an absent era of comedy for me. Okay. No, I mean, that, and that's fair. Uh, Chris Rock, uh, the movie was, uh, I think I love my wife and of all the movies that he's been in, that was probably the best he did maybe, you know, I don't, you know, he, Pookie was his best acting job for all <laughs> intents and purposes, but I, you know, I, I don't what think Was that New does, Jack City, right? Yeah. I don't think he does great in movies. Um, but as a comedian, I, I'm a fan, you know, and again, I've said this, I'm, I'm a fan of the comedic art. So I will have more space for somebody who isn't great. You know, Austin has its, uh, oh, what's the name? I just went, but Austin has its comedy club that um, I used to go to on a Wednesday um, and just watch whoever came and, and more, you know, granted, see people who will never have an HBO special, but just the fact that they made the effort to get on the stage and 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 found a way to create a chuckle, I value. So, you know, I would give them a clap clap in that regard. Um, Chris Rock, you know, he of all the comedians, he for sure would be in my top 10. Is he in my top five? I'd have to sit with the list, but I paid a bunch of money to see him when he came to Austin. I enjoyed the show. Like I said, this last special wasn't the funniest of what he's done, but Chris Rock bringing the pain I thought was a treasure and, and things I learned. I, I still say things, um, um, you know, I ain't saying, I, I ain't saying he should have did it, but I understand, you know, that came from uh, bring the pain, you know, his talk about, you know, we all aren't one thing, you know, we, you know, conservative, liberal, you know, when it comes to taxes, he's conservative. When it comes to prostitution, he's liberal. You know, there's things that I got from it that I still carry forward. Um, so I, I feel, you though know, on the voice and, you know, I know where some of it can be annoying if, you know, if that pitch, if it, if it just pitched for you right there, uh, but he's funny. And I like Kevin Hart, you know, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, he's here. His funny is all inclusive. He, you know, it could be annoying. He and in, in the movies, he's kind of he in the comedy, in the comedies, he almost is playing the same person, just in a different role. But that movie that he did on Netflix with uh uh to talk about New Jack City, uh, he did with you know, Wesley Snipes was excellent. It was dramatic. He was serious. He did another special way, another movie, Netflix, I think, where he played a father. So Kevin Hart is a talent, in my opinion. 
Now, is he an Oscar-winning actor at this point? Maybe not. Is it in his future? I believe if Will Smith can do it, it's in Kevin Hart to do. So, you know, but I, I'm biased towards comedian, who who I have lower on the comedic scale that most have higher is Dave Chappelle. I think he's great. Um, I think he's a comedy king in terms of how he brings everything together. But he has moments in most of his sets where it's so serious and it's just not, it don't, it ain't funny to me. Now, my number one is Richard Pryor. My number two is Eddie Murphy. Um, you know, uh um Red Fox. Um I like uh what's the name? Um oh all the names, everything running Paul together. Mooney. But uh, not Paul Mooney, but um a boy from uh oh what's his name? It'll come to me. But you know, he he it, it's uh he does all the uh old spice commercials. Char uh Dion Cole. Dion there Cole. You go. I, I think his specials have been funny. Um there's a lot of um women that I like. So, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a comedy I'm a comedy person. I could rock with that. I could rock with that. So, you know, all that to say, you know, Wanda Sykes I like. I'm not a big mm -hmm. Amy Schumer fan, not a big in terms of what she does on stage. Tiffany Haddish, Ali Wong as I start to pull up some names. You know, so yeah. But you know, specifically uh, in regards to Chris Rock, he made himself look like a clown to me a few times. Like, even if you go back and look up that video where he's sitting with Seinfeld and the boys talking about the N-word, to me, he looked like a sucker duck there, too. So I've been out mm, on him for a long ass time. I don't I, I feel like I'm aware of that, but I don't know if I've seen that. So right, if I um, find it, I'll send it to you when we get yeah, off. Yeah, that's because he, he, he really looked that's like fair. a like like duck sauce to me and i like i was never a fan but at once i saw that i was i was out permanently <laughs> like seinfeld held us down and you didn't sucker all right well yeah so all that to say we bring it full circle tiger woods working on his relationship status what else? I, I don't know. I don't know how else to how to how to how else to summarize it. All right. So before we wrap up sports section, March Madness. This is the Ooh. first full month of of well, I won't say basketball only because we got hockey, we got baseball, but basketball, no football. So I'm all in basketball, all in NBA. My Heat are driving me crazy. Um, I don't. I'm trying my best not to lose. If you want to be less crazy, pick a new team. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'd even, I'm just being real. Like, if you want stability in your life, that ain't the team you should be following, dog. And I think <laughs> that's the problem. I want the stability. I want the confidence. <laughs> for change. And then not, it's not gonna happen. I, you know, I was in New Orleans early in the year, and um, the guy at the hotel. He's Pelican fan. We, you know, we talk and shop and he's like, well, you a Heat fan? And he just stopped. You know, y'all going to have to just start over. And I was like, nah, oh, 
That's what I don't want. The That's what I don't want. That's what I don't want. But man, it's hard. And the, and the thing is, they're in every single game, but they won't take the lead. They won't keep the lead. And down the stretch, you just never know how they're gonna muck it up. Um, here's the thing. They have seem to have gone the develop my team route in terms of team building. And it's okay to go that route, but on that route, it's okay to have a guy that is you want it's it's yes, you want to develop a team at a certain level of depth and have more than one guy on the court that you could go to for different things. Because I think we saw in last year's playoffs that outside of Jimmy and occasionally the 150-pound white kid. What's his name again? I'm forgetting his name. Damn it. Talking about Tyler. Yeah. Um, Outside of those two individuals, nobody else last year was able to create a shot for themselves. And in the playoffs, when that was taken away, it was a, we were able to see that, hey, all of the 90% of the Heat offense last year came from turnovers and rebounds that were generated. They were not able to score in the half court, even with Jimmy. They could with Jimmy sometimes, but he was injured in the playoffs, and an injured Jimmy could not create a shot for himself or others. And Tyler, Tyler got hurt too. Yes. And I mean, this might be too soon for a lot of Heat fans, but he's also overrated. I'll wait for everybody to catch up on that. Um, so there's that situation. You So now they have a certain amount of team depth. That's great. But you yeah. need to have that, that, that. Now what they're missing, or either it's not there, it hasn't developed yet, is that guy that, yeah, I could play within the structure of the team and we're going to be in the game or ahead in the game because of that. But when you need me specifically to get or create a shot, I can do that. As much as they wanted Jimmy to be that guy, that is not who Jimmy is. And they have to, Heat fans have to stop trying to force a round peg into a square hole or the other way around, a square peg into a round hole. What you trying to hurt my feet? I didn't ask, I didn't ask for your synopsis, though. I mean, my bad. They just, it was beautiful. I just, look, I live it's here, beautiful. but I'm, I'm here. It's beautiful. And I'm, it's I, beautiful I, they're next accurate. to me every day in the hallways. And I'm like, y'all not being realistic. <laughs> y'all not being realistic. And I'll be honest with you, Carlton. Here's why it frustrates That's me. Fair. Because That's fair. as much as you know me for loving basketball, unless you're trying to play me, I really avoid watching basketball. I keep up on it enough to talk to people about it. But honestly, I wish more motherfuckers would call me up and be like, yo, Craig, you want to get this 1v1? Instead of asking me, oh, who's better, a LeBron or a Michael? Like, kiss, get out of here. Like, that's so, yeah. so, yeah. okay, but all right, let me move no. all that to the side. Yeah. They, look, um, that is the one minute difference. They're, they they have a certain foundation, but they, the glue guy to elevate that foundation, I think they invested in that being Jimmy. And when I, I don't mean it's not a disrespect to Jimmy. He's just not the person to be the glue guy that they expected for this roster. You That's know, all I'm saying. I, spot on. 
A plus analysis. Um, that's just it. You know, the, they have the foundation, but there's another layer that we had even, you know, separate from the big three, LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. But when Dwayne Wade came to the top, everybody just get out the way. I got you. And then if it if there was an opportunity to play team ball when the other guys were making their shots, when they were on distribute, it was a beautiful thing. But to this team, those the 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 role players aren't hitting their shots. Jimmy isn't the shot creator. Bam gets dominated by somebody smaller than him. Um, and you know, Tyler. You know, I don't know what his workout regimen is. I don't know what he do off the court. You know, word on the Miami streets. He was a little distracted early on um, with the Miami lifestyle. Is that still the case? I don't know. But, you know, we 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 are who we are. The record is reflective of who we are. So um, but every let's point on. Tyler gets, he gives it back up. So he might as well not even be on the yeah, roster. Yeah, he had. Defensively, like, he gives back every He had a million turnovers over the weekend. So, anyway, Craig, can we move on from the heat? Yeah, man, my bad, my bad. I, 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 didn't mean, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to torture you, dog, my bad. I was just acknowledging that it's basketball season officially now for me in the Ennis household. And strangely enough as much as i said i would watch college basketball and i didn't watch college basketball i'm still excited about the tournament you know i did watch the the conference tournaments this weekend um but some of them uh but i'm i'm excited to you know i'm excited about march madness i i like this time of year um i will be transparent mm. i as far as my television viewing mm -hmm. i enjoy football viewing way more than basketball yeah. even though i get out and play hoops a couple, uh, at least once a week sometimes more right as far as sitting around watching tv is football over basketball but with what i've been watching my curiosities have popped up in terms of name marquette Okay. Um, and unless I've lost track of that, um, Marquette, that's where Shaka Smart is. And I've watched his career so much this far. Um, the access to the kind of talent you have at Marquette in a year like this, I'm yeah, curious to see how he might do. Um, mm -hmm. Bama transferred their okay, I'm going to get incredible athletes in football to I'm going to get incredible athletes in basketball. Um, granted, they might not be able to stay out of trouble, but they're incredible basketball athletes. So they have a certain level of curiosity or stimulated a certain level of curiosity in me. Howard is in the tournament, and I want them to upset a lot of motherfuckers that go a long way, and so Florida Atlantic also. Um Granted, Howard and Florida Atlantic are not expected to go far, but that's a big part of the reason why I'm going for those two teams. All right. Yeah, you know, I, interesting, Shaka Smart, He when he was at UT, um, I won a 
I guess call it one, but at auction, I got an autographed basketball from him, which is okay. pretty cool. But, That's um, cool. uh, you know, I, besides University of Texas, they're close to home. They kind of, you know, I have a small spot in my heart for them being that I'm down here. Um, you know, I'm curious, I'm interested in their success, but I don't necessarily have a dog in a fight. I haven't even looked at the brackets yet. I got a couple of them I need to fill out because hey, I, you know, I play to win. But, um, you know, I, I just, I, I like the, I like the energy. I like the, you know, on that court, the players play, you know, they fight. If that game matters, they're playing to win. So that, that want, that drive, that fight is what I think I gravitate towards. And side note, I watched, I rewatched the Michigan, uh, Fab Five 30 for 30, um, okay. this weekend. Oh man, that was nice. Those are some fun years. That was, oh, uh, they, they, you know, they changed my wardrobe. You know what I mean? That Yo, was, I'm still baggy shorts and black was, socks. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I forgot that we didn't wear them. I forgot. I I would they not became remember. So fast. All of my all of my short socks are black. Like I wear a pair of white socks and look at my legs. I'm like, what is you doing right I now? I feel weird. Yeah, that, that's we don't we give me some white socks. I'm gonna give them back to you. So that that Fab Five and even to see Christian Leitner and to remember what him at Duke and 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 uh, uh, Grant Hill and you know and and not just that those two teams. It was that era of basket college basketball for for me. Um, that that brought back some fun memories. Before I forget uh, who are the name that I was trying to remember, uh, female comedian, Catherine Ryan. That's who, um, she's hilarious to me. She got, she has some specials on Netflix. She has a movie or two, a series or two acting. Um, but uh, she's she's a, a female comedian that I, I look forward to her stuff. That was new to me. Are you entertained? What have you been listening to, Brother Craig? De La Soul. All right. All the De La Soul finally got released. And so I listened to a good bunch of De La Soul. But me being who I am, that that lasted two days. It's still on the phone. I'm going to go back to it. But I realized I can't do something when everybody else is doing it. It feels corny. I enjoyed you that are my shit dog. A day. You you are my homie for sure. <laughs> I enjoyed it for 24 hours. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear no more De La Soul. Because I felt like they got a bad deal. So when it dropped, I was all in. But there was just too many people doing it. I hated turning on my opening up certain applications and seeing on my feed timeline story how many other people were doing the same shit. And it made me feel too regular and basic. So I stopped. Can I can I can I give a confession? I'm listening. Make a confession. I think I know two De La Soul songs. Saturday and Me, Myself, and I. That's all I got. Got you. That's all I got. Now, nah, they've been, what they've they mean been suppressed to the industry, so long that only the backpackers could go word for word. What they mean to the industry, what their, their contribution to the game, much respect. Just for my ears, what I play, eh. and I'll also keep it a book. Like, um, 
I appreciate these brothers with the grandiose vocabularies and that are capable of rhyming with polysyllabic words. I do. And I think because I'm a brother that speaks with a certain kind of vocabulary, people expect me to always and only listen to a certain kind of rap mm-hmm. or prefer a certain kind of rap where or hip hop where people are um, rapping in a way that aligns with the way that I speak. But that is far from the case. I I enjoy that, right? I love the most deaf Yasin Bey, Talib Kweli, Pharaoh Manch, like that whole common. I like that whole family of rappers, mm-hmm. native tongues, descendants, and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. But equally, and mm-hmm. sometimes more, I like I love listening to the Coke Boys flip piano bars talk about them keys man i do it's a thing for me yeah so yeah um eight ball mjg huh eight ball mjg right here space age all of that the southern boys that flip it give me the southern boys that flip it give me the texas boys that flip it uh them boys in the northeast like if your wordplay is tight work and like you giving me you could give me four words, a four word phrase with like four different meanings, like three different meanings. Like you, my boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I could read you literally, metaphorically, figuratively, and then maybe one other way. I like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. So, all right. Are you familiar with October London? Nah, you 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 caught me off guard okay. when you put that on there, bro. Talk all to right. me about it. You're going to thank me later. I have found some R&B for us. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. So uh, he got a few things out. Um, I think he hit the airwaves in 2016. Um, but the most recent album, I believe, was released this year. It's called The Rebirth of Marvin Gaye. So what I will tell you is... When he performs live, should he find his way anywhere near Austin, Texas, that is going to be a date night for your boy. I am taking um, Boothang to see October Well, I need London. to know how safe it is for a date. Okay, it's safe enough to take a date. Do you want her in the front row with you? Or do you want her I, far I back? I can't call it. Can't... I had intended to watch some music videos just to see how he moves around. Um, but I, I, I have not done that yet. Um, Sounds like Road 21 if to me. It's, if, it's, if it's solely predicated on what he's able to do with his vocals, what I would tell you is, where would you sit if you were taking her to see Marvin Gaye? Okay. He is not Marvin Gaye. If you compare, if you hear the two right next to each other, Marvin is Marvin, but the wave that he rides with the vocals, the music that is playing in the background on this on this particular album, because he got some other stuff out there with the brother good, the brother smooth, he can sing, uh, but he got a couple songs where he talking about Pooter Tang, you know, you know what I mean. He 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 keep it he keep it two thousand, right? He keep it twenty twenty. But on this particular album, and I, I haven't, I don't know the entire backstory to it, but he gives it that soul revival. 
Okay. Um, he he. Nah, you put me on to something here. So listen to it. Listen to it. Uh, he 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 connected with Snoop. He's on Death Row record. I I guess I should have know, known, but I didn't even realize Death Row was still shaking stuff. Um, nah, but, Snoop bought Death Row last year in 2022. He bought Death Row in the okay. old catalog. Snoop oh, now owns Death oh, Row. He owned it all. Okay, shout out. That's that's good move. That's good move, Snoop. So, Coming up okay. on a year now. Okay, tight work. So um, for those who have been longing for some R an R&B album, let me say that. You know, you, he has a catalog that go back to 2016. But if you're looking for some R&B that you can play, dim the lights, uh red light special uh uh what is it what is, what 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 else we do you down in miami and you want to hit the rickenbacker that overlooks overlooks the water and you need some backdrop to to the experience october Man, london's I'm... the rebirth of marvin gay is october that london I, I look i'm i'm willing to guess that's not what his mama named him <laughs> but I like the name October London. Like uh, well, he's he from he's from South Bend, Indiana. So you know, add that to it to add that to the idea that his mama probably didn't name him October London. Mm. But I found some R and B for you. Thank me later. I will. It looks like right. I will. I started looking up his name as some his, some some stuff on him already. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so. No, you don't watch a lot of TV. Ask anyway, what have you been watching? Um, Vinland Saga. What V-I-N-L-A-N-D Saga. Um, uh, yo, to the anime nerds, I am not sure if this even counts as anime. So if it doesn't, forgive me for miscategorizing Vinland Saga. But I've been watching Vinland Saga. I want to say I've been watching it on... Hulu or Prime, whichever one is on, but I, I watched Vinland Saga. It, it's well written. There's some complicated characters. Um, it is, there's aspects of it that is very much based on, um, you know, the Vikings of a certain era. And okay. so some, some familiar names are brought in. And some familiar names and wars from history are also brought in to give it some teeth. And it winds, it winds up being a pretty good story as a result of all those different ingredients being pulled in. Okay. All right. Well, I tend to like, I like some anime. I, you know, I, I'm anime light. Um, my, one of my favorites anime is Cowboy Bebop. Um, Her. And, but, um, and I guess Dragon Ball Z falls under the anime category, which Dragon Ball Z for me is its own world, but I love me some Dragon Ball Z, some Goku. Vegeta, my favorite character, though. I love me some Vegeta. Gotcha. But um, um, but I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Look like it is on Netflix, maybe, but I, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I I myself, I watched the Oscars last night. For the first time in a whole bunch of years, I actually sat and watched the Oscars. Not because I was looking for anybody to be slapped, but I actually saw some of these movies. Um, Top Gun being one. That was my favorite movie of the year. Uh, but the darling of the Oscars was anything everywhere all at once. And I, I can say, you know, it it deserved it. Um, what format is that on? Which one? Everything, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
Is that a Hulu and a renter? I don't know who's streaming it. It's 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 rentable. It's digital now, so you can rent it anywhere. Um, but I'm not sure who's streaming it. That being said, um, the director, because they won so many awards, I feel like I know everybody involved with the movie. Um, the director said, or one of the, the the motivations behind it was, I want my mom, I want to do Matrix for my mom. I, I want to do my mom in the Matrix. And so I, I, it's, it's, it's one of those movies where I, I could tell you the plot and still not ruin it for you. Mm-hmm. But between the acting, the theme, the surprises, the suspense, everybody deserved what they got. Everything, Maybe. everywhere, all at once. Maybe the best supporting act, they won best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best actress. Um, best movie, cost you know, they want a bunch of stuff, but Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, small role but intriguing role. She got best supporting actress, contrast up against Angela Bassett for Black Panther. Um, you know, cameras everywhere, none of us are safe, so they caught Angela Bassett's reaction as Jamie Lee won the award, and so the internet saying that Angela wasn't gracious. Um, she didn't seem happy for having just lost, you know, watching both movies, uh, you know, Jamie Lee's role was different. It was different for her. It added to the movie. It didn't take away from the movie. It contributed to the weirdness, which tends to be what's rewarded by the Oscars. Um, Angela got some other non-Oscar awards. So she's been recognized for a role being nominated as an honor. Um, but her supporting role, she could have damn near been a leading role. Um, I probably give the nod to her, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm black and biased, so I leave it at that. Uh, but everything, anything, everywhere, all at once, it takes me forever to to. I, I, if you ask me tomorrow, I'll probably say it wrong, but I thought it was a great movie, and 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 the um. The actress that that won the the leading actress Michelle Chow. Don't let me. I'm gonna say her name wrong. I'm gonna come back and say it right. But um, I first became aware of her through Crouching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and so to know that she's been in the game doing as much as she has been doing, not just in acting but also in, in the physical form, because I, I, I laughed and said she could probably kick everybody too. She could probably kick the ass of three-fourths of the people that were attending the Oscar um, at the end when she received her, Michelle Yao, when she mm-hmm. received her award, she said, um, don't let anybody tell you that you are past your prime. She was talking to women, but I think it applies universally. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. So uh movie was great. She was beautiful. The Oscars were well done. I thought um, Jimmy Kimmel did a good job to talk about stand-up comics and jokes. He's not my favorite. Um, I'm more Jimmy Fallon than I am Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but he did a decent job and he was only overtly offensive a couple of times but he knows how to work a crowd you know i don't like every joke but 
He knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to work a stage. He wears a tuxedo well. He knows the business. So overall, I thought it was a good show. Heard. Top Gun only got one award for best sound, which to have watched it in IMAX, it deserved that. Um, but they had some other movies that I feel like that I didn't see that I, I'll take it. I'll go back and watch just to check it out. But I watched the Oscars. Yeah, I I gave I gave up on award shows, all of them in the early two thousands. Yeah. So I haven't watched an entire award show in over twenty years. Um, <laughs> and there's no hyperbole in that statement. There, I have not watched an entire award show in over twenty years. I don't think I've watched more than a half hour of one in the last fifteen. Um. It got to a point where it 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 just and maybe it's changed since then. And I realized that maybe it has because some of the people that walked away with me have since gone back. But mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm good. Like, I realized they don't align with me. There's too much politics in their decision making. There's other things that go into it. And just like in terms of that was actually the precursor to my issue now in certain sports debates with in terms of movies and music i saw it there first and that eventually transferred into sports debates in both basketball and football for it was 2023 i'm confident enough to say since 2003 the mvp in both sports has been trash in terms of the criteria they use it has nothing to do with the actual definition of valuable so again, that's on the list I stopped of things I stopped paying attention to right around the time I graduated college. Like all for this those, shit just started feeling feel like trash to me. For those who are listening to this later, I gave to Craig's response, I gave him the I feel your face. Man, I, I, I can see <laughs> I, you know, everybody all uh you know, everybody that consumes our our podcast aren't watching, but to Craig's points. I, I I hear you. You know, I you know, we could probably do a whole I know I'm weird. We could oh, we could come back and do a segment. No, I you know, I ain't I ain't, I ain't saying that. I accept I'm it. not that's not that's not because it you know it, it sports MVPs for sure. We could come back and have a whole show on that. I think I stepped away from the Oscars Grammys years ago as well, because I just felt like you know, there was a, a few snubs and, and, and you know, awards that was given because they didn't give you one last time. Um, what I say, it seems like the Oscars have improved a little bit. Um, the Grammys, for me, still feel weird. Um, I watched, I, I didn't watch this last, the last Grammys while it was on, but I went back to it because of what um, the hip hop, the celebration of hip hop that they did. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't even know who four fifths of the musicians are on the Grammys, yet alone what made their album better than pick somebody who I did listen to and worthy of the award. So I feel you on that, but you know, maybe we'll come back to it um, when we, when we see who the NBA MVP is. All right. What have you been reading? Proverbs. Oh, okay. Anything you like, want to share? Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, 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 no new particular reading. Um, I've been participating 
um, like I may have, I may or may not have said this before. Like, so Proverbs has 31 chapters. So depending on the date, I'd read the chapter for that date. So on, on, mm-hmm. on a good morning, I'll wake up and meditate to that. Plus recently I've, um, been participating a part of a, a study group that, um, I, I labeled a group of gentlemen, the kingdom men, because that was our first, uh, topic years ago, but, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just trying to, um, find alignment and balance, um, and, and trying to find the balance between prayer and meditation and, and, uh, getting the best out of both as much as possible. That's, that's kind of where that is. I don't have any new mind blowing self-improvement book or, or even novel to share as far as that goes. That's fair. I mean, you're reading a good book, so say less. <laughs> say <laughs> less. Uh, I just pulled up Proverbs 13. I, you know, share for the people, the wise son heeds his father's instructions, but a mocker does not respond to rebukes. From the fruit of their lips, people enjoy good things, but the unfaithful have an appetite for violence. Mm. Listen, 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 listen. It is not a religious podcast. We are not here to tell you how to worship or not worship. I have friends who are, I have people I love who are atheists, who are agnostics. I myself was born and raised Catholic. But however, whatever it is that you are dealing with in your life, whatever question comes up known to man, the answer, the guidance, the resolution lies in the biblical text. So for those who don't appreciate it, for those who hate it, choose your path. But what I can tell you with absolute confidence in my life's journey and in other journeys that have been shared with me, if there is a question, whatever it is, even if it's you deciding what t-shirt to wear today, the answer is in there because it will also tell you that the clothes don't matter. It's the person that wears them that does. And more, more so than what you're wearing, what are you doing? How are you contributing? Where is the love? So if you're worried about something, let it go. And on that, we will take a break and be right back. This is Unsolicited Genius. This is Unsolicited Genius. Before we get out of here, we want to remind you all to like, subscribe, and follow wherever we are, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, um, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're as many places as we know how to be. Check us out. You like it, comment, share, um, and continue to rock with us. 
Shout out to super producer Joe Nitty. Keep doing what you do. We appreciate Nitty. it. You make us look better than we really are. So much love to Joe for all of that he has done and all that he continues to do. If you have some production needs, be it audio, video, um, holla at him. He, he's here for it. Uh, special thanks to our sponsors, Legacy Wear. Your legacy awaits. You can find them at www.legacywearus.com. Megacore CBD, broad spectrum hemp derived CBD, the way nature intended. Find them at www.megacorecbd is how you spell it. Megacorecbd.com. Aura Rainwater, hydrate and elevate. Find them at www.aurarainwater.com. And last but not least, Carlton Ennis Coaching. Be your light. Find him at www.carltoninniss.com. You got any special shout outs you want to give, Brother Craig? Uh, UFZK1914. And that's it. All right. Our frat bros, we love y'all. Yeah. Also <laughs> supporters of the show. So keep Blue Fine it with us. All right. So tonight's thoughts of genius is be solution oriented. The world, maybe the United States for sure, but all we have ownership of is our individual places and spaces. And suffice to say, there's a lot of fussing and fighting going on. Complaining is easy. But at what point do we stop and start stop complaining and start the brainstorming? At what point do we start finding creative solutions to the problem? And I'm not just talking about Trump versus Biden. I'm not just talking about race relations. I'm talking about at work, I'm talking about at home. I'm talking about with your spouse. I'm talking about with your kids. I'm talking about with your family, your friends, your colleagues, your next door neighbor, the HOA association, whoever it is that has misstepped where a mishappening has happened. We could talk about them behind their back. We could talk about them in front of their face. We can file a complaint. We can, we can express ourselves in the comments. That's fair. I don't, I don't begrudge anybody, any of that. But when do we stop talking about it? And I don't know if they still say it, but when do we stop talking about it and being about it? It's to say. For example, Tennessee filed a house, house bill 0878. And it is related to marriage. And as introduced, it states that a person is not required to solemnize a marriage if the person has an objection to solemnizing the marriage based on a person's conscience or religious beliefs. So what that means is somebody whose job to license your marriage does not have to license your marriage if you're trans, queer, or even if that marriage is interracial or 
all one ethnicity, all one non-scientific race. Say it even plain. If a person don't like you, their job is to give you a marriage license. If they if they don't like you, Tennessee House Bill 0878 says they don't have to give you a marriage license. Now, plenty will have complaints about that. But undepeatable on TikTok, so I'm, I'm, I'm referencing a TikTok person. I don't know if he's an influencer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how many followers he got. But unpeatable is ordained to solemnize marriages. But he says, you know what, Tennessee, if this bill goes in act and if this is the rule, I'm not solemnizing any heterosexual white couples because I don't like it. I don't want them. And you know, and I know that that was not the spirit of the bill. The bill was coming for trans, queer, interracial, ethnic couples. But rather than just complain about it, undepeatable is taking it and throwing it right back at them. You're going to do it to us. I'm going to give it back to you until you realize how stupid all of it is. And his suggestion, you can find his TikTok. I don't know if he or any other sites, but go to his TikTok and he encourages others who are able to, to push back. You don't have to accept this stuff. If somebody's doing something and it don't fly with you, don't vibe with you, don't flow with you, do more than complain about it. Be creative. Find a resolution. Find a solution. If you could get a think, if it's a big problem, get a think tank, come up with a strategy, come up with a plan. But the constant complaining, the constant talk about it, there's more that can be done. This is true at home. This is true amongst your family and friends. Everybody not going to see eye to eye. Everybody not going to agree. You know, we talk a lot about we can agree to disagree. I'm not the biggest fan of that, but I fully recognize that we all are not always going to be on the same page. But even in agreeing to disagree, at some point, the complaining about it has to stop. Save your vocal cords, save that energy. And when motivated to complain, my unsolicited advice is that you work toward a solution because a resolution only comes after a solution. This has been another episode of Unsolicited Genius. Join us next week, same genius time, same genius channel. And for whenever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good night. We'll catch you next time. Craig D. Craig D. Molot. Molot. You are listening to Unsolicited Genius.